We both fell on our knees and we started crying. He said, if you want to leave, I don't blame you, I understand. And then I said, are you kidding me? No, I love you. This woman here, God let me know why I married her. Because losing her, I probably wouldn't be here. I'd probably be dead. That deep from the heart confession of gratitude and devotion came from Magic and Cookie Johnson when they spoke to me for a special Good Morning America interview. And after we talked, I asked the NBA legend and his very talented wife to join me for this podcast. So let me just say, today's show comes with a warning. You better get out your handkerchiefs because you're about to hear a love story that really, truly defines what love is all about. All right. For those of you who might not know, here's a little recap. Magic, yes, born Irvin Johnson, was a basketball legend already in college, where he met and fell in love with Cookie, who was studying fashion design. And their first years together, well, they had some serious ups and downs, including two broken engagements. But see, there was this constant pull to get back together. Magnetic, chaotic. Here's what Cookie told me. It was a huge roller coaster ride when you love somebody, but then it doesn't work out, you know, and it's back and forth. Looking back on it, I think that it was a growing experience for both of us. And having that early growing experience together, well, that set a kind of foundation. So let's fast forward a bit more. Magic became an NBA uber star with the L.A. Lakers. He and Cookie got married and everything should have been dare I say, a slam dunk in their lives, until this happened. Um, because of the, the HIV virus that I have attained, uh, I will have to retire from the Lakers. In that 1991 news conference, Magic shocked the world, going public with his admission he was HIV positive. And remember, back then, HIV was considered a death sentence. But what nobody discussed publicly? Cookie. And all she had to endure. Her personal crisis was kept under the radar. And just imagine what she was going through. They'd only been married, did you know this? Only married 45 days at the time. And Cookie was pregnant when she found out her husband was HIV positive. And as she told me in our interview, not only had Magic very likely contracted HIV being unfaithful to her, she and the baby faced the possibility of having HIV as well. Of course, I was scared to death about the baby. Finally, the results came in, and what they told me was that if the mother is negative, then the baby is automatically negative. That healthy baby was their son, EJ, and we're going to hear more about him later. So there's this saying, every marriage more than a week old has grounds for divorce. But the trick is to find and continue to find the grounds for marriage. And that is what these two did. Fast forward again to now. They are celebrating 25 years together. And on this anniversary of their love, Cookie published a beautiful, honest book about her experience called Believing in Magic. And when I met with them privately, there was this pressing question, which I knew would be the theme of today's show. And it's this. With all they face together, with all the obstacles, betrayals, and fear, what's the secret 
to keeping love alive. You can feel it in your heart. Feel it in your soul. Everybody's got a little something. Something that makes them feel gold. Hey there, everybody. I'm Robin Roberts, and this is my podcast, Everybody's Got Something, a phrase my mama used to say. And I believe in it because everybody, I'm talking everybody, faces a life challenge at some point or another. But it's also those very times when we dig deep to find incredible resources of courage, wisdom, and inner strength, discovering the best of ourselves, no matter what life hands us. So, after hearing Magic and Cookie Johnson's story, I was on a kind of quest to try and understand how is it that love survives against the odds. And I decided, in order to do that, I'd take the podcast on the road out of the studio and go see Magic and Cookie in their beautiful home in Los Angeles. Road trip! We hung out in their kitchen, of course! Isn't that where some of life's most real conversations happen? Am I right? And it was the perfect place to get right to the point. I'm sitting in front of two people who have had a lot of something <laughs> in, their, in their lives. What was the biggest something, the biggest challenge for you, Cookie? Well, you know, the biggest challenge, of course, was, you know, when we found out about the HIV and trying to figure out what to do. And, and at that again, at that time... We, the only thing we knew is that people died from it. Uh, you didn't know too much more than that. Um, so to dig deep, uh, into God's word is what I did. Um, and to know that, you know, God is there with you no matter what, I don't care what you're facing and that he can bring you through it. Um, and then it, it caused me to really start studying more, um, and to, and understanding how to use his word and how he works and how, to develop that faith and faith, you know, is what got us both through this, you know, and faith turns into all the miracles. I've often said when fear knocks, let faith answer the door. That's right. Cause, uh, because people see people such as yourself and think, Oh, they must never have been fearful. Mm-hmm. Even though we know you've had your challenges. Yeah. Oh, you're magic and cookie Johnson. That's right. That they don't understand the challenges that you all have, have gone through. What is the biggest one for you? Magic. Well, I think first um, accepting my new status that I had to live with HIV for the rest of my life. And um, I would say then understand uh, what was the game plan to be here a long time. So so the, the, the doctor told me, said, look, these are three things that has to happen. First of all, you have to accept your new status. Second of all, you got to take a lot of meds, right? And, and and be comfortable with that. And then third, you got to keep that smile on your face. So the challenge for me was to make sure I adhere to taking my meds and working out, continue to do that. And then making sure I never got down even when I had tough days, right? Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning, the first two years was the toughest two years of my life. Because now the mood swings, she had to deal with a lot because I wasn't used to taking that much medicine and I'm not a medicine guy. So I had mood swings and, you know, there was doubts sometime. Like I was like, man, am I going to be here? Cause I want to be here for the rest of 
my life with this beautiful woman, Cookie, my wife, and I want to raise our kids. And, and she so was on. pregnant at the and time. she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So all those things were running through my mind. So the most difficult thing was to really um, make sure first I got my head right and really understood, hey, you okay? You're gonna be here. God said He's gonna bless you. You're gonna bl- He's gonna bless you to have, live a long and healthy life. And sure enough, here it is, 25 years later. 25 years later also translates to 25 years of marriage, three kids, and Cookie finally speaking out bravely, sharing her side of the story. But I had to wonder, when things are so good, why dredge up the painful past? As a businesswoman in fashion, a mom, a philanthropist, and an advocate for women fighting HIV and AIDS, Cookie didn't need to go there. So I asked. There had to be, you know, you you put it back out there. It's the first time in your voice. Yes. But were you concerned about, okay, people are going to start asking yes. questions again? Yeah. I was that. very concerned about that. And, and it took me three years. It took me three years to really sit down and say, I'm going to do this. I would say, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to do it, you know, back and forth. And then finally, I just, like I said, when those women kept coming up to me, uh, when I was on my, um, uh, selling my jeans and doing my personal appearance and they kept coming up to me, some women crying saying, you know, you and your husband have inspired me, you know, and you, you, you have no idea how much you've helped my husband and I, you know, and we were going through something similar. And when they started doing it, I'm like, I have to tell the story. And I felt like God was just saying, you need to tell it, you know, go ahead and tell it. And so finally I decided, I'm going to tell this story because I know God is all in it and God's not going to let anything bad happen to it. So let's put it out there and, you know, let it do what it needs to do, which is inspire people. And if it could help any, you know, help anyone, you know, that, that to me is the most important thing. And that is the intent of the book. Yes. But was there a part of you, Magic, that said, Oh, come on, honey. Really? <laughs> you, you, you're going to write a book now? <laughs> were, were, were there any conversations leading up to? No. A little no, bit. No. You're saying no. You're no, saying no. No, I'm but saying I mean, no to, I, I didn't discourage her. Matter of fact, I encouraged her. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, we always have conversation leading up because this is what she said she wanted to do. Right. I said, okay, I'm behind you. Go ahead and do it. Right. Just you do it. Don't bring me in. Right. You, that's what he was that's saying. What that's what I meant by a little bit. And and it's funny because anytime I come back to him with something, because he knows me, I'm not that kind of person. I'm always like, I want to do this. I want to do that. That's not me. You know, I really think and plan what I want to do. Like yeah. when I wanted to launch my jeans. Um, and it's, and it's so funny. I'm always nervous to say, okay, what do you think? What do you, you know, and he always supported me. He always supports me. Even with the book, he was like, if you really feel, you know, a need to do this, yeah. that you really, you know, want to help people with it, then do it. Yeah. Just go ahead. Don't worry about me. And he, he wasn't in it at all, you know? Because, Rama, I kept telling her women and, and even men want to hear your story and mm-hmm. your testimony. They want to hear how you dealt with it. Not, they already heard how I've mm-hmm. dealt with it. They mm-hmm. want to hear how you now have de- you dealt with it and dealt with not only myself, EJ, and all of us, and just also being a mother. Yeah. As I mentioned, EJ is their son, and he plays a big role in the way magic and Cookie's love was put to the test yet again. We'll get to that in a bit. But here, as magic starts telling a story about supporting Cookie's launch of her denim line, pay attention to the subtext, because is there ever a message about how to keep a marriage strong? He even winds up admitting something he's never said in public before. 
Take a listen. I had to get her started with her gene line. She kept the cookies. She'll sit on something. Yeah. And I'm a little indecisive. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I got to push her just a little bit. So I, I said, look, you've been frustrated with genes. You can't find any. Mm-hmm. Go, you have this experience. You know this business. Go do it. Yeah. And so she did it, and she she was happy. She made a lot of women happy. Oh, uh, um, hello! Yes. I'm raising my hand. I'm wearing a pair right now. Yes. And we and we thank you for that. So so yeah. I, I, I'm so proud of her because this is her moment. Mm-hmm. See, actually, I, I've, I've told Cookie this. I've never told anybody else this. So this is really interesting that we're doing your show. This is the first time. She's always supported me. It's flipped now. It's my time to support her. Uh, through her genes, I support her. Through uh, this incredible book, I support her. And and people didn't realize this. Every time she had an appearance, especially in California, I was there. Mm-hmm. You know, he sure was, I yeah. stood in the in and the he back. would go to the workout class and pass out flyers for me. I had no idea. He made yeah. them up himself yeah. and yeah. pass oh. out the flyers. So you ladies better get in that, get in that store and yeah. go buy those jeans. <laughs> so because, you know, I love it. I don't want, I didn't want it to fail. I didn't want her to fail, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you're proud of her. I yeah, can tell I, you. I, proud I, of her. I, you just don't even know. You hey, know I, exactly. Yeah, because she was she was the wind beneath your wings, that's right. right? And your grounding right. force. And he also that. realized that I was always here for him and the kids. You know, mm-hmm. in raising the kids, sure. you get like you had yeah. to let go mm-hmm. of you yeah. to be there for those kids, yeah. and then and for him, you know, that was a lot to you know support him, and you had to let go of you to support him, mm-hmm. and so he was really really happy that now I can do something for me. Yeah. You know, the kids were older. Yeah. It was my time. Yeah. And he was just totally happy supportive. and surprised yeah. about that. Yeah. You know, supportive. supportive. You two right now remind me so much of my mother and father. My father <laughs> was, he was the man. You know, he yeah. was a Tuskegee Airman. He oh, was yeah. a colonel. Yeah. And my mother was uh, the housewife, yeah. you know, yeah. supportive and all that. Yeah. And then when my dad retired, my mother got on the, was, was appointed to the State Board of Education in Mississippi mm. and was on all these powerful boards. And my dad was the one that was following her uh. and did it. Didn't say just like you, magic. Yeah. This was kind of like, I'm, I'm glad, honey. I'm glad yeah. this is your turn. Yep. I did it. Yep. You were there for me. Right. I'm gonna do it. And it's not that yeah. way all the time, Cookie. No. no. With, with with couples, but I'm sure that as you said, a lot of women have come up and and, and talked to you about various things, and you you talk about the breaks yeah. that you all have had. Yes. You know, it took 12 years before right you were able to, to get married. Get, to get married. I mean, yeah. and you had the sometimes magic had the ring picked out. How? Do you trust again? I'm sure women have asked you that. Yeah. How do you trust again? It was hard. And, and you know, that's why a couple of those breaks were four years. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just like, okay, we broke our engagement, you know, this day. And then like a week later, we got married. It wasn't like that at all. It took like when we broke the first engagement, it took an entire year before we even spoke again. And wow. then you slowly get back to that point. We, we, what we did was we started becoming friends again. Mm-hmm. Like, um, we start, he broke the ice cause he came to Detroit. He's like, <laughs> he calls like, I'm just checking on you. See how you're doing. You know, you want to come to the game? I'm like, no, but, <laughs> but I was, I was actually happy to hear his voice, Aww. you know? And then we became friends. That, that's the nice part. 
we we didn't try to date right away. We yeah. just became friends. We would talk every now and then. If he got hurt, I'd call him right away and say, "Are you okay? What are you doing?" You know, I would, you know, like we we like a friend would do. Open the dialogue. Yeah, back he'd up. check on me. How's mm-hmm. work going? Mm-hmm. You know, da 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 da. And it took four years to get to that point where we were like, "Okay, we should try it again." Well, you know, well, we were made and we for did that twice. We were made for each other. We, you know, this this was going to happen, <laughs> you know, and and I knew that, and I think in the back of her mind, she knew that. Even even there was a lot of girlfriends who said, "Dump them, don't think about them." <laughs> and most of the time, men mature later than women. Mm-hmm. So it was my immaturity in terms of a relationship. I was matured as a basketball player, but as yes. a man. No, I wasn't there yet. And mm-hmm. so it took a while for me to get there. And then what's funny is we get married in that first year. And I'm looking at it and said, man, this is great. Uh, we should have. <laughs> um, you, you listening right now. You can't look. You can't see Cookie's expression right now. She gave me a look like a little stank face. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. like I tried to tell him that. Uh, you really like, we should have did this a long time ago. Yeah. So it was just beautiful. And so yeah. and, and what we have is just special because, again, we can uh, finish each other's sentences. We mm-hmm. know what each other are thinking before mm-hmm. it comes out. And then. We also allow each other to still be individuals. And mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah. I'm an early riser. She rises late. I like to work out early. She works out later. It's so we, we, we understand that. And so I never tried to change her and mm-hmm. she never tried to change me. Right. Just be who you are and we're going to come together and be this incredible team and this one in a, in a relationship and do some great things together. Man, oh man, so much wisdom embedded in what we just heard. Start with what Cookie said. They broke up and then became friends. And that was the foundation of their marriage. Because people do say it's not lack of love, but lack of friendship that makes for an unhappy marriage. Then think about what Magic said. We allow ourselves to be individuals. There's an old wedding blessing that goes something like this. May you fill one another's cup, but drink each from your own. Let me say that again. May you fill one another's cup, but drink each from your own. And then there's their capacity to forgive. That's huge. So Cookie and Magic were just checking off all the right boxes. And you know what? They just kept on amazing me. And who are... Your support staff. When I say that, I mean it takes a village. Oh, no It right. takes a village yeah. to keep a marriage together, right. to mm-hmm. keep playing basketball, right. to keep working, whatever it is. So who is your village? Well, it starts our with family. our parents. Yeah. Our family. Yeah. 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 My parents are his parents. Uh, and then we, you know, our siblings. Yeah. We're very close to our siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's, we, we had to learn, to, we, we trust family, you know, because when you're in the limelight, it's hard to trust a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we've always done, and, and it's funny because both of us have that same kind of background. Mm-hmm. We've always only gone to our family, you know, our immediate family with, with really like, in, you know, intimate things or whatever. But, but, but um, baby, you blessed though, cause you got really incredible girlfriends. Too, yeah. You know? Yeah. I have a Bible study group, mm-hmm. a close knit Bible study group mm-hmm. that we've been together for, 15 oh, going my. on yeah 15 close to 20 years mm-hmm. and they really 
and that, and really are, keep me strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my big sister has a prayer circle, and they've been together like that for they, yeah. every morning. They're on yes. the phone, and yes, that's right. It's a real support mm-hmm. for you, Magic. And, and I think for, for for both of us, we we travel with the same people, and so we can trust each other. And so for my immediate family, my brothers who now work for me and and now have them around Mm -hmm. and we can really have uh, not only a dialogue about work, but also now just somebody who we can just go in the backyard. So we come over, even if Cookie's not home or she is, my brother, we'll just go out there and, and put some burgers on, some turkey burgers on. We'll <laughs> go out and put in the backyard. Some chicken all, all the time. If we wasn't doing Very this today, we'd be, we'd be in the back ooh, right now. And Robin, let me tell you, what? <laughs> I tried to build one of those beautiful gas grills, you uh-huh. know, that most these nice houses have. Irvin's like, uh-uh. He had his brother go bring the big barrel. <laughs> They still put the coals in there in, in, in Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh, but no. you know what happened when that smell? Oh, yes, thank you. Everybody thank you. around the neighborhood be, uh, what you cooking back mm-hmm. there? <laughs> so we still barbecue the old fashioned way and, yeah. um, uh, keep but, it real. But for me, that's right. I get in shorts and no uh, shoes on. We get in the back and that's what I like. I mm-hmm. look, we're in the public eye so much and had to interface. What people don't realize about all three of us. The hardest job and the hardest um, thing to do is to be in a people business mm-hmm. because you can never have a bad day. You can mm-hmm. never have an off day, you know. And so my retreat from that is my backyard, is my home. And so is my family, you know, to get away from that. And so people say, well, what you do? I say, I can go home. And sit at my house and be just happy, mm. right? So content, and so so content. And if we're we're doing something, we're doing something. If we're not, we're not. If we're going to a movie, we're going to a movie. That's the things that we love to do. You those still have type date of nights. You oh yeah, yeah, we do time. every Friday, every weekend, every yeah. Friday, every weekend, yeah. every weekend. It's date night for us. What you want to do? You want to do a movie? You want to do? And then on Sunday we're at church, and then. Uh, if it's football season or basketball season, she's going to go with the girlfriends to brunch. I'm coming home to watch, watch football, watch basketball. That's right. Let's see here. Family, friends, prayer circles, turkey burgers, and barbecues. We're talking keeping it real and date nights. Ah, oh, that's the good stuff in life that makes love last. And for this couple, underneath all that, there's no denying something else is always a part of who they are. Because it's what helped magic become the man he is today. Uh, Magic, I, I know firsthand what it's like to go through a health crisis mm-hmm. in public. It's yeah. tough enough yeah. for our families right. but to do point. it publicly as, yeah. as we have. Mm-hmm. And we do it to be a gift to others, to That's help right. others. That's right. But I want to know, because there was such an unexpected gift that I received mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And the, when knowing that people are, are praying for you and lifting mm-hmm. you up. And mm-hmm. here we're trying to help others. And right. I was helped in return. Mm. Did you find an unexpected Mm -hmm. gift in sharing your journey? Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. 
We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, you talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. As we heard, Magic and Cookie Johnson have a deep friendship at the foundation of their marriage. But even in a close relationship of two people, strength can be gained from others. So I asked Magic if he found an unexpected gift sharing his journey so publicly. And what I saw in his eyes, well, you're about to hear now in his voice. I told people, I said, you know, that they gave me life because all those prayers all those high fives all those hugs you okay checking you okay man how you feeling you're taking your meds Mm -hmm. you're doing what you're supposed to do and then i was able to really as i've been speaking at a lot of high schools a lot of colleges and churches oh man you helped me right they said you helped me to uh, tell my parents or you helped me to start taking medicine or to go get checked to see if I had HIV. And so, but through all of that, when I was done speaking, all the students would come up, give me a love hug, give me a pound. And so I received something too. I thought I was delivering messages, but I received something at the same time. And then, you know, you think about it, Here's this kid, grew up with nothing, right? And I've been able to be blessed to, my first dream was to play in the NBA, right? And I accomplished that. My next goal was, it's this girl named Arletha Cookie Kelly. I wanted to marry her, right? And God put me in a position to marry, (laughs) you know, this awesome woman. And then my next dream was, my bucket list was to, Play with Michael and and Larry one day, you mm. know. And so then he blessed me with that. Okay, let me just explain that reference. I'm going to put on my old ESPN cap here. Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, two legends of basketball, came together with Magic and other great players to form the legendary Dream Team, the original Dream Team that played at the 1992 Summer Olympics. And my friends, I was there in Barcelona for that. And the significance of that game went beyond basketball because these players, embracing Magic with his HIV diagnosis, helped others stop the kind of shunning that was happening from an uneducated fear of contracting AIDS. And all of this helped Magic understand he had a mission, which he says was being orchestrated by God. Then he said, okay, all right, I I need a face of this disease. I need something to happen to change people in terms of how they're really looking at HIV and AIDS. So here I am, right? 
And I embraced that. And, she, and, and Elizabeth Glazer told me when she was dying of AIDS to embrace that, right? Be the face of the disease. Hmm. Be the face of the disease. That's what Elizabeth Glazer was asking of magic. She herself was a hero in the fight against AIDS after contracting HIV from a blood transfusion while giving birth to her daughter, who also died of AIDS. Glazier did a lot of work to create awareness of pediatric AIDS and helped others realize anyone could get the disease, not just if you're gay, which, remember, is what the public thought at the time, when there were many, many misconceptions about how HIV spread, much of it stemming from, let's be honest, homophobia. And so for a dying woman to ask Magic Johnson to step up to the plate and educate others, that tested every fiber of his being. In the beginning, I was like, man, I struggled with that, right? After that first two years, but then after that, I really said, you know what? I'm going to embrace this new role, new thing, new challenge. What really changed my life is President Bush at that time, the dad Bush, put me on his HIV and AIDS commission. Magic agreed to work with the Bush Commission, but quickly he grew unhappy with the way they were fighting the AIDS epidemic. And what he did next made headlines. So I, said, I quit. I called Cookie. I said, I'm quitting. I'm going to do my own thing because this is unbelievable. They mm. treat these people like this. And so that's what really changed my whole mindset. And I embrace now the being the face of the disease. Mm-hmm. And I went out and I just went on 300 colleges, 300 high schools, 300 churches. I, every year I was just going out speaking all over the place. Go out and get tested. Make sure you go back for your results. Make sure that this disease is affecting, especially the black and brown community, in a big way. And so I I had to really just get out and hustle. But I loved and still love every minute. So, yes, I've been I've gotten something from this and I could I can't even pay anybody back from what Mm -hmm. I've gotten from this disease. And last but not least. You know, I think it brought us closer, you know, mm-hmm. Cookie and I closer together. Um, <clears throat> you know, I don't want everybody to think that we haven't had challenges because we have mm-hmm. in the beginning. And but we weathered the storm. We 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 were able to fight through those challenges. And now we just swimming downstream now yeah. now it's just good it's wonderful uh, we we you worked hard for yeah we worked way. hard yeah. that's right it wasn't, it wasn't easy it wasn't overnight yeah. it wasn't easy and we both had to really understand how to sacrifice and how to okay let me quit being a knucklehead i was used to being on my own this was the challenge mm-hmm. for me i was by myself so i was used to just making quick decisions and she pulled my coattail one day look I'm here. I'm your wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you're right, honey. <laughs> partnership. Part- yeah, partnership. partnership. Yeah. So I just can't make decisions by just on, by myself. Yeah. And uh, and it grew and it just took off from there, our relationship. It's mm-hmm. all uh, dialogue mm-hmm. is very, communication is yeah. very important to you. Mm-hmm. And there's so many chapters in this book that are going to speak to people, especially how you talk about your son, EJ. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you this, because in the book, you both admit he's gay. Mm -hmm. He's out there. He's proud. You're proud of him now. When he first came to you and was talking about it, 
you had trouble accepting him, mm-hmm. but you have. Yeah. What would you tell a young mother and father, a mm-hmm. young cookie, a mm-hmm. young magic mm-hmm. child coming to you like mm-hmm. you did, knowing what you know now, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourselves then how to handle it? I, I would say you, you have to really be honest with yourself and realize that you, you kind of knew all along, mm-hmm. but you were in denial. Mm-hmm. So you got to get out of denial. Um, and then you got to really, really realize that this is your baby. This is your child that you've known his, his or her entire life. And if this child is telling you this, then you know that this is coming from, you know, a deep place that this is who they are. And so, you know, how could you turn that down? How can you d- deny that, that that is who they are? And you got to support and love them. So don't fight it. Don't think you can change them, you know. You can't, you know, don't send them through all those changes. It's not worth it because it's really who they are. And they're wonderful people. If you just sit down and try to get to know that, accept it, you'll find out that they're still the same person, the same child you've always had. Mm -hmm. You know, you just, you know, you just have to embrace them. I think the most important thing that she said is don't try to change them. That was my problem. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to be macho like me. I wanted him to play sports like me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that, and I was watching him and he was worried about me, right? And how would I accept him? I, I saw that. I saw the fear. And of course, Cookie was letting me know. And I just had to, had to have to have a talk with myself, right? This is my little man. This is my son. And I'm going to stop being a knucklehead and quit trying to make him what I want him to be instead of let him be who he wants to be. And so once I did that, so I would tell everybody out there, just remember that you've been blessed to have this beautiful child. Let them be who they're going to be. And then support that, just like mm-hmm. your parents let you be who yes, you want. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. And, Thank you, Jesus. And and so, you know, and then realize that this is a big world. So if they don't have your support, who who mm. who who gonna support them? Right? Who's gonna love them? Who can they run to when they have challenges and problems? It's nobody. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we both. Cookie was already there. You know, it was me getting there. And once I got there, actually our relationship even got better. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's so cool now just to sit and have cool conversations <laughs> with the coolest kid. He is cool. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That, that it's, he is. It's so cool. <laughs> and so, and then I told Cookie how scary it is to look at EJ. And then his, when we have these conversations, he gets into that deep thought. I said, my God, I'm looking at myself. He <laughs> yeah. got that trait for you. He got you. that trait, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you, What I, I was just thinking? you talking about EJ, the challenges that you've had and off and on and all mm. that. If anybody knows about unconditional love, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you too. Yeah. You know yeah. what the true meaning of That's unconditional right. love. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, I'm going to end this now. Now, we okay. do something we call a fishbowl. Okay. But we don't have the fishbowl because we're, we're, we're in your kitchen. <laughs> Y'all don't have a fishbowl. So it's called blink, don't think. You just you okay. just answer it okay. without even, you don't blink, you don't think. I'll give okay. you each one. Okay. Right. So you just, first thing, you, you read yours first, Cookie. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I you can't, read I don't your, have my glasses on. Okay. <laughs> well, let me read mine. I'll, 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 I'll read it for you because I got my contacts in. What is your partner's secret superpower? 
Secret, Secret Super superpower. Power. Um, that big smile. Oh. <laughs> you always he, go back to that. You because, love that smile. Well, he, he when he flashes it on you, mm-hmm. you know, he the people, you know, he puts them in a trance. <laughs> they just melt. They stop in their tracks right there. Okay, that's your super secret. Now, what's your question? What do you consider your love song to be? Oh, go ahead. What? No, that, no, no. Good. That first one. Well, first, yeah. you know, I'm a big Luther Vandross fan, and so. um it's every song you want to, when we tell her what happened. Yes, okay. So <laughs> she was, uh, in hospital getting ready to have deliver, our, deliver our son, uh, EJ. And I told the doctor, stop, everybody stop pushing cookies. Stop. And they were like, what's going on? I said, I got to put Luther on. I want my son, <laughs> my son born to Luther. I went, pushed the tape. A mother screaming, swelling out, like, what is going on? And I I'm put like, the, I, yeah, I put the Luther tape on. Which I said, one? now push. <laughs> what, what, what Luther song was it? Do you remember? Um, I don't I remember. <laughs> a house is not a home. Oh. <laughs> and this is where we're going to be bringing that song in right now <laughs> on this podcast. They thought I was crazy, but I love Luther and I love his love songs. And we went to hundreds of Luther Vandross concerts uh, and one of my all time favorites. So when you think about love songs, I think about Luther, Lionel Richie. I think about those guys who produce so many incredible love songs and, uh, and then you didn't tell her the one song what we met on, the one uh, with the duet. Um, Roberta Flack right, yeah. and Donnie oh, Hathaway. Hathaway. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, uh, what's the name? I can't um, remember the name of it. I can think about it. Yes. Uh, We're going to come yeah, up we'll with come it. Up. We're, just, We're getting old yeah. now, right? right. <laughs> and this, it, it'll be playing right now, too. So <laughs> you don't have to think about it. We're going to we'll, we'll pot it up. I knew my mix master, Julian, was going to hook us up. So, of course, that's Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway singing, Where is the Love? I knew that. And I'd like to answer that question, Where is the Love? By saying, right here. Right here with magic and cookie. That's where there's unbelievable, unbreakable, unbeatable love. Okay, you talk about uh, a love story, I think, of a beautiful you said love songs. Mm-hmm. I think of a beautiful love story right here mm-hmm. with Thank Cookie you. of Magic Johnson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you for being real, mm-hmm. sharing your, your challenges and your triumphs mm-hmm. and proving that everybody's got something. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you sharing your something with us today. Well, well Robin, Thank we you. appreciate it. But let us say to you, um, being such an incredible role model for women like Cookie and all over the world, but also to... You know, you, 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 you could have said, mm, I'm not going to talk about it. You could have said, mm, I'm not going to fight it. I'm, you could have said, I'm just going to go away and retire, but you stood mm-hmm. in there, hung in there. And so when I, when we get together, there's a connection between the two of us and, and also my beautiful wife. Mm-hmm. But 
you know, we both went through a similar situation, we but did. we fought through it and we educated people and we motivated people and we inspired people and said, we want to just say to you, thank you for, yes. for more than this interview because yes. you're more than that and you've done more and the impact, you probably won't feel it now, but later on you've mm. had such an impact uh, mm. in people's lives. So thank Means you so much. God is yes. good. Thank All the time. Yeah. All the time. Mm. God is good. Thank you both. That's it for our show today about the magic of love. And before we sign off, I just want to say I've been truly touched by the incredible response to Everybody's Got Something and so grateful to all of you who have taken the time to write and to share your somethings. We're listening. So let's keep the conversation going. If you've gone through a something, remember, everybody's got something, we'd love to hear from you. You can write us at robinpodcast.com. Meanwhile, be sure to listen to all of our podcasts with people sharing their remarkable journeys. And please, if you enjoy what we're doing, we'd be very grateful if you'd write a review on iTunes. Many thanks to my podcast tribe. Your vibe attracts your tribe. John, Steve, Josh, Andy, Evelyn, Alex, Gabe, Danielle, Rennie, Ida, Jade, Debbie, and our talented, uber-talented mix master. Give it up for Julian. Until next time, hot mess still blessed. I'm Robin Roberts. <laughs>